0: Good evening, wool gatherers. It's foggy here. Welcoming you to episode 144 of Wanderings and Wool Gathering. On tonight's episode, we are reviewing an album that we have been anticipating for quite a long time. Super excited for this one. Um, it is Metallica's 72 Seasons. And this thing is huge. It's a behemoth. Comes in at an hour and 17 minutes. Was it worth our time? Stick around and find out. If you like what you see and hear tonight on the show, subscribe, leave us a comment, and feel free to share with your friends. Tonight, we are excited because we are welcoming a new sponsor to the show, and that sponsor is The Pressing Issue. Do you collect comic books? New books? Vintage books? It should come as no surprise to our regular listeners that both uh, Jeremy and I That would be Metalhead Monday in The Fogster. We are huge collectors, and we know the struggle when it comes to keeping them in pristine condition. You might drop one, a Crunch Corner. Maybe you got a a great deal on a book you've always wanted because it wasn't in the best condition. Let the pressing issue take care of your comics with their expert cleaning and pressing services. With years of experience and thousands of books under their belt, they have done some amazing work on books for both of us. And um, I would be happy to share... Pictures, if uh, anybody's interested, truly amazing work. I love it. They use the highest quality materials and techniques to preserve your comics' integrity and value. And will also, this is a really cool feature, submit your books to CGC for grading. So, whether it's basic dry clean, press of a wrinkled cover, some stains are removed, or maybe whitening up a dingy cover, the pressing issue is the place to send your books for expert care at affordable prices. Find them on Facebook and look for the familiar red and white logo. It's in the corner of the screen right now. And that is the pressing issue. And you know what? It wouldn't be a show if I didn't have my main man, Mr. Metalhead Mundy.
1: Step inside, into his mind, it's boy band time, it's
0: Metalhead Mundy. Metalhead, I I hate to tell you this, but um, I I don't even know why we're going to go on. Because... We got this information right here. The album oh. is good. The end. So I guess yeah. we don't need to talk about it. Thank you, JPP. Cool. We will see you all next week. Peace. Bye see now. you later. Bye. <laughs> so he can creep into the comments, but he can't come on the screen. Yeah, come yeah, yeah. on.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, since we're talking about him, I he posted, <laughs> he sent me a, uh, I think it was a TikTok video. I'm not mm-hmm. on TikTok, but he sends me TikTok stuff all the time. And yep. it was of him jamming to, I believe it was, the riff from Chasing a Light, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But that was fun. Oh <laughs> uh, Well, you know, I haven't eaten yet tonight because I had to prepare for this show. But, you know, whatever you do, you, buddy.
0: Yeah. You know what? I cooked dinner earlier with headphones on. noise cancellation so i would be ready for the show but hey you know pal gonna be over there making tiktoks making music and whatnot which by the way if you guys don't follow him uh you definitely should follow just plain paul on tiktok because he does come in frequently and uh, play some of his new grooves that he's done on his synth and plays guitar it is excellent stuff
2: yep good times and
0: i'm I'm not just saying that because he was a member of this show because i'm kind of mad at him for not being here so i'm saying it because it's true He's good. All right. Anywho, I know you were excited about this one. We've been talking about it ever since, uh, yeah, November. Gosh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's when Lux it dropped. So that was four months ago. Yep. And, uh, five months ago and, uh, it's finally here. So what was your, uh, first thing with this? Were you able to go through your first time and listen all the way through? Or did you have to do a piecemeal <clears throat> right after it came out?
2: Um, well, I mean, obviously, I've been listening to the videos, you know, the singles as they've dropped and uh, <clears throat> everything yet get like four, four or five songs before the album dropped. So, you know, I was loving what I was hearing. So I was looking forward to the rest of it. And um, I've actually it's it's one of those things where this album and the songs are so long that it, I can't, I've I've only listened to it all the way through from beginning to end one time. It's, it's like a little chunk here, a little chunk there, and, you know, putting the videos on or, you know, whatever. But yeah, front to back, I've listened one time.
0: Yeah, I've made so, it twice now. Yeah. Once on the plane and then once after school today. You know, it's almost feels like it's a prog album.
2: <laughs> yeah it's and a it's, lot of music. Like,
0: it is and the last song especially um, really does have that kind of vibe so yeah but um yeah all right well let's jump in. Um, I first my first full listen was on the airplane and I had my headphones in and I was able to listen from beginning to end, which is mm-hmm. always the way I want to listen to a record. yeah but um, we always start off every one of these on the show with the first song, which was the title track. And um, we decide if it was a good album opener. And I will say emphatically yes. And then I'll hand it off to you to get us rolling.
2: Yeah, 72 Seasons, the title track opens the album. Uh, There's a really cool intro to the song, uh, like a longer intro. I think the vocals don't kick in to like a minute and a half into Mm -hmm. the song. Um, And it's a fantastic opener. Uh, it really kind of sets the tone. There's a lot of, it's a longer song. I think this one was, was it over seven minutes. Yes, it was. Yeah, so uh, a lot of part changes, a lot of tempo changes, which really kind of, that sets the tone for the record because that is, the this album, it, it made me feel like it's kind of the anti-black album because the black album was where they really tried to do you know, stripped down verse chorus in and out, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. radio length songs. And this is very much not that. So uh, I think there's only one song that's under four minutes. Yeah, and that's Lex so, true Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and this, this song at uh, 72 seasons, adds, you know, uh, what we got before the album came out this was the favorite song that i heard from that bunch and it you know holds up as one of the highlights for me for sure
0: yeah absolute banger um 72 season referring to the first 18 years of life right um so i the album in a lot of ways is almost introspective looking Mm -hmm. back there's a lot of things about being haunted and you know, fighting through tough stuff, um, which kind of is makes this album pretty cohesive. A lot of themes that run through it. This song had a super cool groove, you know, one of those uh, inner Sandman type things um, where you kind of bounce along with it and you can feel it. And you know that groove. Um, James sounds amazing on this song. Mm-hmm. Great singing. Um, I, Kirk was ripping it on this one as well. There were some cool digital effects here and there which was uh, kind of cool. Uh, song structure. Uh, I, I liked his lyrics in this, where he's got that back and forth from line to line, where it's like two quick syllables, and then three syllables weren't in it. Like, and it just goes back and forth real sharp. Um, I liked it a lot. I thought this song was fantastic. And the wrath of man, I thought was really clever, you know, having the effect on, on a kid's life. So excellent album opener. Agreed. Yeah, and that was a highlight, probably one of my top two mm-hmm. from this one as well. Uh, song two, yeah, it's a little light song in terms of time. It was only six minutes and 12 seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> It's called Shadows Follow, which is a clever title. And uh, I like this one too. What'd you think?
2: Uh, I really love this one. Um, the Just absolute killer riffs. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like kind of the idea you know it says shadows follow and the, you know the line on I run still my shadows follows so, you know you mm-hmm. can't really outrun yourself or mm-hmm. you know I don't know if he's exactly referring to you know you can't outrun yourself or maybe your past or <clears throat> you know it could be any number of things but really great imagery and a great you know great metaphor there um I really like the finish on this song Mm -hmm. um you know they kind of it it, 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 he basically turns the lyrics a little bit where you know he's he's saying on i run still my shadows follow and then at the end he's like now i know if i run still my shadows follow that kind Mm -hmm. of thing like you you kind of learn as you grow and you you just kind of have to deal with that so I, I I really enjoyed that. But yeah, great song. This is another one of my highlights. I will say this is one of the videos that I did not enjoy. Uh, it's an animated one. And it's not, I don't, they did a couple of animated videos and none of those are really great. So I don't know. It doesn't know.
0: add anything to the song, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, that first bunch of videos that we got were all by the same director. uh, I think his name is Tim, Tim Saxenti and uh, or Saccenti. I don't know. But it's got the double C. I'm assuming he's Italian, you know that's such sa- <laughs> uh, in you know I don't know. but uh, he did the first few like three or four and they all kind of have a similar look're they're, they're similar but different enough and I really like what they did with like the lighting effects and all of that and had yeah, the the animated ones we get later just don't don't really hold up for me.
0: yeah no i i didn't watch all the videos i just didn't have time but um I, I agree about the song and i like the idea too like you're talking about the shadows being like your demons could be your past whatever that might be and the closure at the end but i kind of dug the lines uh cut and run hide away from fate cover up try to hide the hate but like yeah. a wolf it won't let me be right and i james uh verses here were pretty catchy so i i like there's a lot of songs and I'll probably talk about it throughout where I think James really mixes up the vocal styles and Mm. it's to great effect on this record. And that's one of the things that really highlight. And another one will be Lars. I'll talk about on the next one, but um, there's some real, real highlights, not just among the songs, but among the performances of the individuals, I think. Yeah. So yeah, another, this wasn't one of my necessarily my favorites, but I liked it a lot. Okay, next one screaming suicide. Getting lighter again, only five and a half minutes. Yeah. For this little light one. Um
2: it's funny that you mentioned Lars because that was one of my notes on this one. I love the drums on this, especially um toward, <laughs> especially towards the middle where he's he does his little he's got like this uh I don't know, like it's almost like a floor tom thing that he does for Quite a while, and it just sounds really big and full mm-hmm. and real good, real good.
0: Yeah, I thought you know he catches a lot of crap from people. Oh yeah, um, and I'd say unfairly because he does a very workmanlike job on on these records. But uh, I thought he was really sharp on this one. Like you said, mm-hmm. that effect was great, um, and there was a distinctively different guitar tone to start this one out that I really liked too. I like that when you know you get a metallic record you pretty much know what you're getting but there's some real diversity on here that really follows through and um another thing i really liked about this one is the fact that it's being sung from the perspective of suicide
1: okay. which is yeah.
0: kind of a cool element because you don't think of it that way right and, and you know the suicide's creeping in the back of the kid's mind or whatever but then the line that's <laughs> kind of cool is when he says something like but don't say my name like mm-hmm saying being talking about suicide is a shameful thing yeah Um, so i thought the lyrics were, were extremely sharp as well as the drumming on this one
2: yeah the the beginning of this song there's a little i don't know like a little kind of a riff section thing that this little thing that they do that kind of reminds me of um, the beginning of the song Attitude from, I think it's on Load. I think that one's on Load. Mm-hmm. And it's real similar. I, like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, just little, little, there's a couple little things like that through this album. I got one later that something, you know, a riff reminded me of something else. So
0: I got one of I, those too.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and that's okay. You know, because it's making me think of something that I liked. So, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So that song, excellent. Let's do "Sleep Walk My Life Away." This one is back to just under seven minutes, and um, this one was we're different slapping. because it we're <laughs>
2: slapping the bass. We're slapping the bass. Yes,
0: I was gonna say this was right with a super cool bass line, and it was like, okay, that's different. <laughs> I dig that. So, um, great song.
2: Uh, so uh-huh. good. Robert is. <laughs> Robert's awesome. I feel like he doesn't get, you know, get to be the highlight of a song too right. terribly often. And he's so good. And he's really fun to watch live because he, you know, he plays with his fingers. He doesn't use a pick and he just yep. kind of... When he's playing live, he gets down low and kind of crouches around, and like he's (laughs) he's just fun, and he seems like a really good dude, and I I just I love when we get an opportunity to hear him shine like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was fantastic on this one. Now this one, I I, when I was listening, what the? It sounded like a slowed down Inner Sandman. There's a little riff on the guitar. Hmm. If you listen, it's slowed down. And then um, there was a crazy little noise they made with the guitar that sounded like Van Halen. Okay. okay, I'm trying to get over here. Hold on. We have a special guest coming into the studio. If I can get my mouse to get off my other screen. Where are you? All right, what is going on? <laughs> Technology get, kids I can't get my cursor from one to the other. What is going on? <laughs> we have a special guest in the studio. He's waiting. my oh, Okay, that switched over. That worked. Well, let's get me back over here. Seriously, what is going on? All right, I'm unplugging. I'm unplugging because. Ugh. Are we still there? Yep. Okay, I got it. Are you ready? Here he is, everyone. Back by popular demand. What? It's JPP.
1: There's no green MMs back here, guys. What the heck? Come on.
2: Oh man. <laughs> He's, uh, what what are we having for dinner?
1: Well, uh, we're, we're having the Chris Hemsworth dinner. I made some chicken, some broccoli, some brown rice, and all that good stuff. So, you know, nice mm-hmm. little satisfactory and filling meal.
2: You trying to buff up or what?
1: Yeah, kind of buff down, really, so then I can buff up. <laughs> Try, I'm trying to slim down so I can bulk up. <laughs> trying to really feel good. better. Doc got mad at me. So, I've been busy, guys. I don't have an empty nest, and I've got a lot of things going on, working on music, working on, uh, you know, wrangling the kid, all that good stuff. Who's also a fan of the new Metallic album? I heard. That's it's awesome. really good. Hey. <laughs> it's, some of some of it,
2: but it's still really good.
1: Yeah, Crown of Barbed Wire was her favorite. <laughs> I, I don't have too long, but I just wanted to hop on and, and A, say hello um, to the two write-in votes that uh, wanted me on the show. Hope you guys are doing well. <laughs> good to see your faces. <laughs> two. Um, yeah, man, I was so excited to hear it. I waited until she was able to listen to it because... I didn't want to, you know, spoil it, and we listened to it in the car. We, uh, you know, listened to when we could, and uh, I finished it off yesterday on the way to see the Super Mario movie, which is way better than anticipated. I was
2: asleep because I didn't All get right. a good amount of sleep that <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs>
1: um, what's funny is, is listening to the riffs, My quick synopsis is: I can hear elements of a lot of the old albums. I can hear yes. some Justice in there. I can hear yep. some, uh, certainly some Kill 'Em All with Lux yes. and Turner. I can hear some Seek and Destroy, you know, all sorts of uh, fun throwbacks with being fresh new riffs. Guitar tone is fantastic. The drums sound good. Trujillo is a beast, as we all know. Um, and, you know, James' signature, ooh, here and there is also a nice welcome gesture as well. Yes.
2: I, James was on point on this whole album. He, he did some really great stuff.
1: Yeah. Most certainly. So i um, looking forward to see what unfolds with their tour stuff. I won't be able to go this time around, but uh, I definitely want to see some live footage and see how these songs get sprinkled in and what kind of energy it brings to the classics as well.
2: Yeah, we were watching them on Kimmel and uh, my wife, as we were sitting there, she was looking up tickets to, like I think the closest they're coming <laughs> is like Soldier Field in Chicago. Right. And it's like a two night like, deal. Yeah, she was like, um, I think we're probably gonna have to skip this one. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. What were the prices? Uh I think what she was looking at was like around 300 bucks.
0: That's not a surprise.
2: Yeah. No. It's really yeah. cool what they're doing though. I like what they're doing. You know, two night stands everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. They're playing giant, you know, stadiums and uh or arenas, whatever you want to call them. And right. Uh, and you know they have the different set each night, different openers each night. It's pretty cool.
1: Sorry, the microwave's going off too here. So, <laughs> so multitasking. Anyway, I got a bounce, but dude, it's good to see y'all. Yep. Um, when the dust clears, I'll I'll pop back on. I've got some uh, things in the works with a, a colleague. It's a super secret project, but uh, some fun things, and I'll uh, talk about it. Maybe have him come on when it's all good and ready to go. Awesome, awesome, cool, y'all. Y'all have a good one. You too, Paul. See ya.
0: ya. All right. And who would have thunk? The man himself. (laughs) See, our write-in campaign worked. Uh,
2: Did we have to pay him for that cameo?
0: No. (laughs) Yes. We're going to give him 100% of the profits from tonight.
2: Oh, sweet. So,
0: there we go. All right, did did
2: we finish "Sleepwalk My Life Away"? Uh, I mean, what else is there to talk about other than the bass? Really,
0: nothing. I'm going to attempt to turn this other thing back on because it's got some of my notes over there. Oh, here we go. It just turned me off. We're going to come back on here. All right, we're back on. I think, maybe not. So the next song is "You Must Burn," and. uh, i
2: didn't love love this one i mean it's fine there's nothing on here that i hated this is probably one of my least favorite um it's i'm the the groove it's kind of got that it's a little bit of a stomper you Mm -hmm. know it's kind of got that that stomp groove so it's fun but it it, this was probably one of my least favorite songs on the album
0: um yeah it's uh, a long one too it's over seven minutes. And it's a little more bluesy, slowed down. I I did The one thing that I really pulled away from this is that Lars had very deliberate, heavy drumming. And I don't mean heavy like speed heavy. Just everything had a lot of force. Very crisp. I thought he was really good on it. That was the highlight of the song. I didn't love it. And there was a moment in there where there was a little bit of harmony from the boys that evoked a little Alice in Chains vibe. Mm-hmm. in the middle you have to go back and, and check that out see what you think uh but i, I didn't hate it i didn't love it i'm kind of like you on that one um but is what it is seven minutes though is a long time to not love a song <laughs> yep. listen. uh then that comes the quick speedy in and out thrashy three minute yeah. song luxeterna and lars again sounds great full speed ahead double bass um ripper of a guitar solo on this one too
2: yeah i would get some rare double bass from lars you know he doesn't do that much these days so mm-hmm. um it's uh i actually saw something where it couldn't well, be right but because i saw something that said like oh lars hasn't done double bass in like over 10 years but that can't be right because there had to be some on uh Last album, and that was not that long ago, eight years ago, yeah. But anyway, so I mean, I love this song. This was the first song we got from them, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a holy shit, they're back kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, you get the speed, you get the energy, uh, perfect lead off single, a uh, lot of motorhead in this song, mm-hmm. um, uh, in feel and in structure because they kind of do. Uh, Motorhead's song Overkill uh, One it has the double bass Two Mm -hmm. it has Overkill has more Like kind of fake endings Than this one does I think they only do that once in this I think Mm -hmm. yeah, Where where they're kind of acting like they're ending the song And then they come back with mm -hmm. the double bass And the riff And uh, you know Overkill from Motorhead They do that like four or five different (laughs) times Um, And man Hetfield's voice on this outstanding out of the park
0: yeah he was great next song crown of barbed wire uh five and a half minutes and this one was another i think kind of bluesy riff
2: yeah it's kind of a kind of a loose kind of a boogie almost Mm -hmm. a little bit of a boogie feel and uh yeah great chorus i i love the um the vocal melody on the chorus and this is another one like Hetfield's vocals throughout the whole song uh you know just fantastic he's kind of doing a lot of different things in this song and it all works really well
0: that was my note too was the way that James sang the yeah. chorus Great. very yeah and he does there's a it happens throughout a lot of the songs and I don't know I mean you don't picture him as that kind of singer but he does yeah. it really well here mm-hmm uh chasing oh you have anything else on that one no i'm good okay chasing light is the next song that one was 6:45, and it is a more fun fast-paced song mm-hmm. uh i thought it was really catchy and on this one you know there's a lot of darkness and a lot of heaviness that he's singing about but on this one i feel like you know he's saying you know you can you know you can fight hard through those hard times you can chase mm-hmm. the light you yeah, know, lean on me. So I thought this one had a really positive message throughout an album that's filled with a lot of darkness. And I like this one quite a bit, actually.
2: Yeah, this is um, the riffs on this are a little bouncy. I, I don't know what else to call it. I've, mm-hmm. I run into this with Anthrax all the time. They have the same kind of feel where this is kind of bouncy, it's mm-hmm. kind of got a little bit of a bounce and a swagger to it. Um, and. This one I, I didn't love the first time I heard it. The more I listen to it, it's kind of a grower, you know, mm-hmm. grows on me a little bit. So, I, I like it more and more. Uh, this is the one that uh, JPP made the TikTok of. He loved the riff, riffage going on in this one. It's kind of a lot of different riffs, um, and this again, man, James just killing it on this song it, it, he i feel like he took a lot of chances on this song because mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of stuff you don't typically hear from him in this one so i i really love the vocals on this one
0: yep agreed next one awesome song if darkness had a sun mm-hmm. 6 36 time limit on it This one, it's kind of interesting because the way they pace the record is nice because you go for some slow. Then we get uh, up there in real high speed and then we're back. So this one's a little bit slower. Kind of got that marching drum feel to start this off. And it it comes in before the vocals slowly again, like some of these are doing. And interestingly, this one has a rhyme scheme throughout the whole thing. It's verses go A-A-B-B and the choruses all go A-B-A-B-C. And it's consistent throughout the whole thing, which, yeah, you know, Metallica, they are poets, my friend. And it proves it right there.
2: Well, you can take the English teacher out of the classroom.
0: But, yeah, but... oh, never mind. <laughs> 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 no, it's just sometimes it's so obvious. And I'm listening, I'm like, okay, I got to just got to go look <laughs> just to yeah. make sure. And then I'm like, yep, yeah, there, sure enough, there it is.
2: Yeah. This song, I mean, Snare City, all, mm-hmm. all up in that snare drum. And sounds great, real crisp, um, used well. Uh this song I feel like has a a real sense of menace to it, mm-hmm. and which is it's gorgeous how they how they build that. And um when you know Kirk's solo in this song is good, but under the solo, you gotta listen to that because man, it, they keep going back and forth uh to between like uh regular time and half time
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and under that solo and it's like you know a lot of people spotlight the solo and they're paying attention to that but listen to it again and listen underneath that and man it's it's just sweet sweet yeah. sweet
0: yes indeedy that brings us up to too far gone
2: question mark <laughs>
0: and uh this one's a short one at four and a half minutes and this is another one. We've said it a number of times, but James kills it on this one. Yeah. Uh, I love how he sings that verse. Um, it's got a cool change in his chorus. It's really melodic. And this one has, isn't this the one that has two big guitar solos, one early and then one later? Because you typically don't hear a guitar solo after verse one. This one has one.
2: Uh, I feel like there's there's a few songs mm-hmm. on here That have more than one solo break They may not be mm-hmm. long solos yeah. But yeah, a little break with a little You know, noodle here and there And But uh, This one for me, I, I love the harmony Guitars mm-hmm. there's, there's some really great harmony guitar parts In this song, which They're very good at I feel like, uh, you know, that's one of those Things where it's always a really cool Thing to pull out of your Toolbox, but you don't want to overuse it. <laughs> um, it's real easy to do that too. Uh, mm-hmm. this one, I also thought I'm listening to this riff and I'm like, man, there's a lot of no remorse in this song. Hmm. It, it, it's go back, listen to this yeah, song, wanna... and listen to No Remorse from Kill 'Em All. Okay, and there, there's a little bit of that in there. I, I caught it.
0: Okay, so we've got too far gone what was the other one we had earlier um uh,
2: the one i said the screaming suicide that right at the beginning the beginning of that song and the beginning of attitude from load as the ones i caught and paul paul threw out another one he said he he heard seek and destroy somewhere i didn't catch that and so, i had
0: sleepwalk my life away had a uh, slow down inner sandman
2: there you go yeah
0: all right all nicely done however You know, I mean, you don't feel like, oh, they're just hitting the classics. You know, that's not that at all. Yeah, it's not like a feel.
2: Yeah, it's not a direct rip, but it's like, I mean, you know, when when you're one of the biggest metal bands in the world, probably the biggest metal band in the world, how long can you go before you start recycling stuff? Or even you might not, you might do that and not even notice it, you know? I don't know. No, I'm with
0: you. I mean... It's just in you. It just comes out in different yeah, yeah. ways. And, uh, but yeah, like it, nothing feels like it's retread here. This album feels completely fresh. Yeah. From beginning to end. Um, the penultimate song, Room of Mirrors, is five and a half minutes long. Room of Mirrors. And for me, I think this one has the coolest message, lyrics. Um, uh, and it's this one's a little thrashy again. We kind of kick it back up before that ending. And I love the idea here where he talks about standing before the mirror and he's got the mirrors showing all sides of him and all, Mm -hmm. you know, the phantom fame, like what's inside the person. And then the question becomes, if, if I show you what's inside, how will you respond? You might judge me or you might just come after me and bury me or you might set me free. And it's that indecision of, can I show people what I'm really all about, or do I just leave him with this cool exterior of this metal guy? You know, I think that is such a cool concept and something we don't think about. Cause when you think of fame, you just think of the ultra cool guy who's living this life of whatever. Um, and he's obviously had demons in his life. Oh yeah. Can you share, can you, well, how will people receive you if you open up and share what's truly going on on the inside? Or at the first part of the song, do you even notice what's going on? I mean, have you looked at yourself in the mirror um, I, I just think it's a very cool song. I love the way it's written, and some and it sounds great too. But for me, the message just really heightens that song for me and puts it up pretty high on the record.
2: I mean, we got our answers to those questions after some kind of monster, didn't we? <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, this I would say of every song on here, this one, like the the message, what he is trying to convey what the lyrics mean. This one is probably the most direct. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like James, uh, especially the last several albums, like his lyrics have kind of turned into almost like a, like weirdly connected one or two liners.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like sometimes his lyrics, I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? But this one's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's a great message. Um, uh, What I loved about the music in this song was just absolutely effortless and totally, totally smooth tempo changes. Mm -hmm. There weren't really any... Bridges from from one riff to the other, you know, they don't like kind of slow down and switch gears. It's like you get one riff, boom, next riff, boom, back into the other riff, boom, and it's like it's so smooth and effortless. It really, really nicely done. Okay,
0: well, so far it seems like we might like the record. We'll see if we close this out. So the last song. Enamorata, which means A Person's Female Lover, is the most ambitious album closer I can remember. It's 11 minutes long. This is now officially
2: the longest Metallica song. Yes,
0: Yes, indeed it is. And this one uh, is about misery. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love the line, Misery, she loves me, but I love her more. (laughs) And it seems like he's dealing with uh somebody female from his past and kind of moving on and i like this one i think in the course of the album if you listen from beginning to end it becomes a little bit much but if Mm -hmm. i just listen to it individually i waited a little while and then just came back and listened i really like it by itself yeah it's just an 11 minute song it's ambitious it's creative i i like what they do with it quite a bit so it's hard for me to say if it's really a great album closer, but it is a very strong song on its own. Right.
2: Yeah. It's got a, uh, a huge, a uh, very Sabbath opening. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is hundred percent black Sabbath feel groove sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I really dug the groove on the bridges, like right before the chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those riffs are really cool. Um, the the quiet section in the that hits about the middle of the song very cool you know we get kind of james you know almost whispering and speaking the lyrics and and then it just builds up to these great harmony guitars um there's a really sec really i could talk really cool section of affected vocals um towards the end i really enjoyed that it's kind of very different from this album i mean it you know it basically sounds like it's just james layering himself but mm-hmm. you know i don't know if that's what he did if he layered tracks or if it's just an effect on it but very cool um cool song fun song probably could be a little shorter
0: <laughs> yeah i mean at 11 minutes uh, it's a behemoth uh, but I, I like i said listen to it on your on its own you don't get bored by it yeah and then- of interesting just to see what they did and, and cruise along with it. I just don't know if that is the best album closer I've ever heard. Yeah. Which is a shame because the album is near perfect. Um, and that's one of the few negatives that I even have about the entire thing.
2: I feel like there's a lot of Metallica albums that, well, I guess that's not true. I, I'm trying to think of their closers and... Like, I know Ride the Lightning, I think, closes with uh, Call of Cthulhu, which is a really long instrumental. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Load, I think, closes with Outlaw Torn, which is, I think, a 10-minute song. Um, So, you know, this is not a new thing for them. So I don't know if they were looking at all of this and be like, oh, that thing's so long. Just throw it at the end. (laughs) You know, I I have no idea, but... I it could it, it kind of works there because it is so long like where else are you gonna put it but mm-hmm. i don't know they've they've kind of played with that throughout their career yeah oh Ryan, you know that's like an mm-hmm. eight eight plus minute song and it's kind of it's not i think it's the next to last song and then same with uh injustice for all they have mm-hmm. uh I think to live is to die is the longest song on that and it's the next to last song mm-hmm. and and justice for all just ends with one of my favorite metallica songs "Dyers eve and it's just fast and mm-hmm. balls out and in your face for like four minutes but, <laughs> but yeah they they kind of you know they play with that throughout their career so
0: well, it's probably as well that it was there because if it would have happened in the middle, I would have called it the slog in the middle of every record. And so sure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they probably were right.
2: And you you know, who knows how many different uh track listings they went through. You know, they might have mm-hmm. stumbled on that themselves. They put it somewhere else, and I'm like, God, it just it's so long, it just kind of you get bored, you know, in the middle of the album.
0: Yeah, I I, I love just the fact that it was ambitious and it was long. So I will never yeah. fault a band for trying something like that because, you know, when you go through your career and you've been around as long as they have, I love that you, you want to branch out and yeah, do something crazy. I guess it's really not that out of the box, but still it's long. It ends the record. And that brings us to our scoring. I'll go first because I want you to finish. Uh, I would say giving it a score, I would probably go four and a half out of five. If you like Metallica, you will love this record. I'm 99% sure. I'm sure there's somebody out there. They sold uh,
1: out. This is crap.
0: Well, you can go yeah. home because this record is fantastic. And it is. Uh, it, it goes up and down. It's fast. It's slow. James is so good on this record. And he is so diverse. And I think anybody who doesn't like Lars, listen to the record. He is so sharp on this. And uh, he really stood out to me and I love this record and I'm going to continue listening again and again. And I don't think at this point that there is a song that I would be like, nope, I'm skipping. There just isn't a bad song on here. There's some that maybe are not my favorite, but there really is not a bad song in the bunch. My highlights for sure. uh, 72 Seasons. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I loved uh, If Darkness Had a Sun. Room of Mirrors is another top one.
2: And uh, yeah, so there you have it. Four and a half out of five. Mundy? Um, Yeah, I I mean, I love it. I I always love getting new Metallica. They're one of my favorite bands. And you never know what you're going to get. You just don't. And I mean, even listening to this album there's songs I love more than others, but there's absolutely nothing on here that is terrible. Um, it, it's always an interesting thing when new Metallica comes out, you have, you know, like I love them. And then I read comments and it pisses me off because people hate <laughs> on them. And it's just like, Ooh, uh, everything boils down to, oh, uh, it's not master puppets. Like, yeah, that was 1986, dude, like get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it the I,
0: true sellout would be making that record again.
2: Oh my god. That I'm was popular.
0: Kidding. Let's do that again rather yeah. than organically making music that is where you are now.
2: So. Yeah. So, I it, when I am a fan of a band, I'm a fan of a band, like I don't I I don't go into new stuff from this band That I love wanting to hate it Like I feel like that's what people do They just like oh how can I crap All over this But yeah I I love this I'm always happy to Hear more from them It's always good to see them Doing well You know Loving life and making Great music still So four and a half Out of five for me I, I got no complaints really <laughs> my highlights i 72 season shadows follow lux is a crazy banger chasing light it just i love it more every time i listen to it if darkness had a son man it's just so heavy and mean mm-hmm. and scary and menacing i love it so good stuff
0: indeed well it's uh safe to say two official thumbs up
2: yeah I, I would give lot. you the other one, but I don't want us to get sued. So, you mean that's trademarked?
0: <laughs> Whatever, come after us. You can, they can take tonight's profit too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
2: I did want to talk a little bit about them. You know, the the week this came out, uh, it came out on Friday. Was it was at the fourteenth. Um. So the yeah. Monday through Thursday of last week. They were on Jimmy Kimmel all four nights. Mm-hmm. And the first night they came out and, you know, they did panel and he mm-hmm. chit-chatted with them for a minute. And then they played uh, Lux Eterna. Awesome lead single. Mm-hmm. Of course, you want to hear that live. It was fantastic. The second night they were on, they played Holier Than Thou from mm-hmm. the Black Album, which I thought mm-hmm. was a really interesting choice. mm mm-hmm. That is not one of the singles off of that Mm -hmm. album. It's not a huge hit for them. But uh, it was very cool to hear Mm -hmm. because it's not something you hear very often. Um, The third night, he let them play Master of Puppets in its entirety, which was Mm -hmm. awesome. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. a long song. So he just he let him run with that. And then the fourth night, Thursday night, they did uh, If Darkness Had a Sun. And mm. holy crap, that was amazing. Live. That's the
0: one I've listened to so far. And I it think, was fantastic.
2: I think that Lux Eterna and If Darkness Had a Sun are going to be live staples. They are so good. So good. And uh, they only really did, the only thing I saw that I really didn't love was they did a sketch. And it was so stupid. Cause it was like it was was basically the four members go to this guy that has a puppet show, and they become puppet masters. Ha ha ha! Oh (laughs) god! Oh my god! It was so dumb. I mean, it was fun and silly and just stupid. But they did this thing that I absolutely hate. They did. They they brought in like they're telling the stories with their puppets. They're telling the story of Metallica, and at some point. Like they make a deal with the devil and they have this devil puppet come in. I'm like, man, come on. Given <laughs> this stupid heavy metal is evil, like dumb stereotype thing. I just, I did not like that, but they were having fun and whatever, but I, I didn't like that part of it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that was nice. So in seven or eight years, we will do their next record Yep. And uh, and we'll like that too. I'm sure. Bank it so, uh, uh, anyway. So, next week, uh, Sunday night, looks like we will have a special guest on the show finalizing that now. But, uh, Ask him, uh, art, and uh, he is an amazing artist and does some uh, super work. So, look out for that this week. We'll start posting stuff when we get all the details down. But, looks like 7 p.m. Eastern time next Sunday, we'll have him on the show. Following week, we should be handling the Smashing Pumpkins. Rock opera comes out next week and then that'll give us a couple of weeks to listen to three records. So, and we're going to create, this is exciting that we are going to create, if we had to make one album out of the three, what would we put on it? So it'd be interesting to see how many we share of those 10 or 12 songs. We'll pick 12 songs because it's out of is 33.
2: that, that will we're considering our challenge for that episode?
0: That will be the challenge for that week for sure. <laughs> I think that's going to be fun because I think you could make one heck of a record Oh uh, yeah, yeah, 12 yeah. songs. So. Um, but I, I've listened a couple more times to the other two, and it, started, it really does fit together musically as an opera. So There you go. Whether you like it or not is another story. It does seem to fit together. Though. It's a lot. It is definitely a lot. And <laughs> you can't say Billy's not ambitious, and I do love that, and I can't wait to see him again. And the fact that they've already been in the studio working on their next record before this one is even completely out, Yeah. he and Jimmy are just machines and you know you got to appreciate people who love music that much to continue doing it the way they
2: yeah. do then you have metallica
0: every seven years
2: <laughs> i would be happy if they even just got on a seven year cycle but then yeah. how many more would we get out of
0: <laughs> oh that's true this is true yeah all right well anyway folks that was the show this week that was uh, episode 144 and uh, you can find Wanderings and Wool Gathering on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox,
2: and where else, Monday? Uh, I blanked out. I don't know uh, the live shows. We do that. SoundCloud. Okay, SoundCloud. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and yes, you can find us on the Kokomo Lantern Facebook page. We love those folks over there doing some great work here in Kokomo. It's uh. Was it? Kokomo Yep. And you can get all kinds of stories focused on Howard County, which is really cool. And, um, you can also find, uh, the show on my Twitter page and on YouTube, which was mm-hmm. where Mr. JPP was commenting. Oh, I got a comment. Let's see who it is. Oh, look at this, Mr. Mundy. That was a pretty great show.
2: Well, it's a lot of fun when you're talking about something you love. So. It does help, doesn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that we had 12 songs to long songs to go through doesn't hurt any either. Oh, and that comment came from the man himself, longtime listener, number one fan of the show, Mr. Andy Jenkins, the Andy. goat, the Hall of Famer, retired. I'm jealous. Thanks, Andy. We appreciate you. All right. Well, that is the show for this week. You can find Mr. Monday over there at Instagram at Metalhead Monday. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Foggy's Pal. And you can find this show next Sunday night with a special guest. So please come back and check that out. Don't forget to like, don't forget to share, and don't forget to tell your friends if you like music. If you and don't like you music, again.
2: don't watch. Yeah. Thank you again to the pressing issue for sponsoring.
0: Holy cow, those guys are I'm oh, seriously. I'm I think next week or in a couple weeks, we're gonna have to show some images because he sure. did some work on a few of my books and it mm-hmm. is magnifique. So yeah. and one is currently at CGC right now, a Daredevil 43 with a Jack Kirby cover. Nice. And I'm excited about this. One of my favorite covers. So you know Jack Kirby, so he's got that. foreshortening shortening with the fist out, you know, and all that kind mm-hmm. of I love that. It's so great. Yep. So all right. We're rambling at this point, so we will see you next week, Sunday night at 7. Bye now.